Welcome back to another episode of A Foot in the Door with Get It Right from a Genuine Sight and me, GK Barry. If you've ever fancied getting into the music business, then this one is for you. Today, I'm going to be speaking to a special guest about how they made it in the music industry and we're going to be talking it over during a pedicure. And with that, let me introduce you. Today, we've got Eni. Hello, Eni. Hiya. Are you buzzing to get a pedicure done? 100%. Got fresh feet. I love that. <laughs> I see it. Right, it's time to bring the girls in. She is a seasoned professional, so scrape away at her feet. Let's get started. So how did you get into the business, the industry. I wanted to be a rapper, like, my whole life. Love that. But I couldn't go to school to become a rapper. Yeah, there's not really there's classes not a degree, for that, yeah. yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm gonna do film. So I started studying film. Mm-hmm. And then the older I got, the more I was like, I really want to do music. And so I started going to the studio. And then I quit my nine to five with just like, we'll see what happens. What were you working as before? And what was the moment that made you be like, I'm going to quit. I was working as a um, payments officer in a bank. And then my family would say, like, you're young, you're not, you have no responsibilities. If you want to take a risk, take a risk. How long after you left your job did you release your first song? The maths isn't mapping, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe like nine months. So it was, I quit my job in July 2019 and I released my first song in April 2020. That's a quit, like, quick, yeah. considering you it just was like, left It was your a job. domino effect. It's like I yeah. met my manager... I'd quit my job and then suddenly I had like a music lawyer and I was yeah. like learning all these things about mixing and mastering. There was like so much I didn't know about music that I had to learn the standard, the quality. And it was just like a really nice moment of just like, like me and my friends like, wow, we're chasing dreams. Oh. And was, like, <laughs> was it easy to just go to a studio? So my friend was going to a studio and she let me come along and then she let me record the first song I ever recorded in a studio. Really? Yeah. So that was like, yeah, it's just like chance. So you felt then you knew? Yeah. You were like, this yeah. is what I want to yeah. do. I knew I'd done something. Did you have anyone that influenced you or you saw them were like, I want to be like them? I feel like growing up, it was like a lot of like Missy Elliott. Because there wasn't many females. Yeah. Really, there was Missy Elliott. Yeah. And I was a tomboy, so she was like the only thing I related to. Mm-hmm. And I had a big red Adidas puffer jacket. Love so that. Like, you no. were channeling it. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was channeling it. Was a lot of people around you, did they want to be in the music industry? No. No, they didn't. But that's what I wanted. So when I finally started to put out bits of content on Instagram, Mm -hmm. I would meet my now manager and producer. Yeah. And he would bring me into this world of bare producers and artists. And I was just like, wow. How did you get your manager? The same friend that took me to the studio one time. (laughs) She's a good one. She was going to represent radio for an interview. And um, she brought me along because she knew I wanted to get into music. And I had a demo. And I played one of the demos during her show. And the producer of that show heard it and was just like he like ran to Instagram he DM'd me and was just like I heard your song we're going to try and support it by the way I produce right if you'd like to connect and that's sort of how it happens yeah. what was the song that um, he had so the song was uh, He's Not Into You great name for a song yeah always <laughs> <laughs> did you release that song yeah so it was a demo initially and after like working with him he was like we can get this to a better standard is there a certain thing that you should look out for with someone who kind of wants to manage you or produce? I think they have to believe in you. Yeah. I think that's what it is that you have to build around you. I think that's right. the, one of the key things. Yeah. All the talent is around the people that you're working with rather than trying to get to this person or get a future from that person. Mm-hmm. Look around and see what people are doing and you'll find a connection. Do you ever get sick of hearing your song over and over again? Yeah. Okay, at least drunk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How do you end up getting signed, or in your experience anyway? My whole journey in music has been um, preparation, meeting opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so having the songs and putting the songs out 
yeah is is what led to it so right. it was just like after he's not into you came out there was like people like who the heck is this i guess you've got to release fast as well so people don't just forget do you know what the best piece of advice i ever got was from an a and r at warner called holly and she was like just take your time don't rush like you only get one chance to launch yourself so yeah. just make sure everything's on the same standard and that just stuck with me so it was just like yeah. there's no rush to do anything was there anything that shocked you maybe after being signed that you didn't expect a lot of business right and i think you don't realize how much business and negotiating and stuff goes into it i don't think what do you mean by like business as in negotiating with what you have a worth yeah or so if i think my worth is i don't know five pounds yeah but the people (laughs) looking at me are like oh this is a hundred thousand pounds it's like a whole thing of like don't undersell yourself yeah why do you think i'm worth a hundred pounds when i think i'm like five pounds yeah it's like that (laughs) yeah learning what you're worth did you go through that, like, uh, as in undervaluing yourself? I did. I kept on thinking, why me? Because I felt like I wasn't important. So when everything was happening and people were, like, interested and mm-hmm. it's like, why? I'm just like, I'm just a girl. Is like, that, like, <laughs> imposter syndrome? A thousand percent. When you're like, yeah. is it true? Yeah. <laughs> is this is yeah. actually happening. Yeah. What was the one breakthrough moment that happened for you where you were like, I've made it? Like, when I got the Georgia remix for Pink Black Girls, that yeah. was just like zero to 100 having the feature with georgia smith yeah the song went absolutely mad even on like social media videos you know when you've got a video and it's in the background yeah, yeah, how yeah. did that feel seeing your song everywhere yeah it was bizarre in a good way but it was also during the pandemic because so that was the only way you could really experience it did she reach out to you it was a very just crossing of paths moment of just she heard it and just was inspired to do what she did on it if georgia smith messaged me mm. I'd be like it's a scam it was a bit bizarre because she came to the studio and I kept on thinking why is she coming to the studio <laughs> <laughs> why is she and my manager was like yeah she's coming and I was just like well yeah but why and yeah she came and she was just like very lovely and it was just like a really sick moment you are dealing with the pedicure really well thanks I've had a few people on that throne <laughs> and they have squirmed is it yeah you're taking it like a champ and you're taking it too well so we're going deep now what are the struggles that you faced being an artist mm-hmm. is like as corny as it sounds it's the whole inspiration kind yeah. of thing so it's just like if I can't write or if I can't make what else am I supposed to do I think just trying to understand that you don't have to force songs out all the time and you don't yeah. have to work it like a nine to five and just sometimes just wait for that inspiration that's the thing because when you've had such a big hit is that the word mm-hmm. do you feel then pressure to be like right I've got to write another one and I want it to be as big and I don't want to like fall off initially yeah but I feel like now I'm learning that the things that have drawn people towards me is the music I make yeah. and the things I'm saying. And I'm not trying to outdo myself. I'm just trying to give a truth. Yeah. And if people connect to that, sick. How do you go about writing a song? Like I'd put some words in a pot. And then pull out some. Yeah. <laughs> make a song about falafel or something. I hope it slaps. No, it's not. It's just like like getting out of the shower and sitting on your bed. <laughs> yeah. And you should be like getting ready to leave. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, I was putting this beat. And then you're like, oh my gosh this works yeah yeah so for you what is the goal any dream collabs in the future i think for me the goal is constantly changing mm-hmm. like the goal when i first started doing music yeah um isn't the same goal i have now and so i think it's just going to keep changing what was the goal when you first started i just wanted to make music and do music i wanted people to hear it yeah but i feel like my dream collab is doja cat I love Doja Cat. Same. I think, <laughs> yeah, obviously, yeah. That would be She's so sick. good. Any advice that you would give for someone starting off in the industry? The corny stuff is always true. Mm-hmm. Be yourself, because there's only going to be one version of you. Yeah. And so trying to, like, I feel like sometimes also with artists, the issue is, is, like, 
you get into it, you have like some success and you start looking at what everyone else is doing mm-hmm. and what's selling. And I think Comparing that, yourself. yeah, so keeping your individuality and building around your community, I think is yeah. very important. Is there any like red flags for you that now you've learned in the industry that you wish you could tell someone coming up? Have your wits about you mm-hmm. and keep your third eye open. Just be yeah. aware of your surroundings, I think. Are you enjoying that? Yeah, it was just, it was overpowering. Yeah, 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 I can tell. It's my worst part as well. Okay, and it's mine's on it too. Why is mine so loud? (laughs) What changes have you seen in the industry? The way people consume music. Mm -hmm. I think when I first started out, it felt easier to get your music about. And now it feels like there's so much noise that it's really hard to like hear something new. So for smaller artists coming up, I think piracy will affect them if it hasn't already. How can we support smaller artists? Ultimately, if you pay for the content, it allows creators to make more of that content and it allows them to up the level of it as well, the quality. And I guess it means a lot to like labels and stuff. If they're seeing how many people have listened to your song, mm. they're more likely to maybe take you a bit more seriously. Yeah. What impact has piracy had on you? I'm aware of the problems that come with piracy, mm-hmm. where of like you lose the moment as an artist to like release your music in the context in which you want to. It's like kind of losing creative control Mm -hmm. of like how you want your art to be communicated. And it kind of just devalues it. And I guess all the work that you've put into it just feels a bit lost. Yeah, so you're like robbed of that moment of like, I wanted it to be this and now you have to like dish it out like this because Mm -hmm. someone else took that with you. Yeah. Would you be pissed off if it happened to you? Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. I would, I'd be, I think I'd be annoyed. We've got deep. I'm going to let you off now. Uh, It's time for you. (laughs) It's time for you to show your artistic side. This is a challenge that I like to call. The Tona Lisa. You're a musician. Mm -hmm. I don't care. It's time to get your artistic skills out right now. You're going to do an artwork on my big toe in 60 seconds. Uh And I'm going to guess what it is. I want you to do a symbol of something that represents you, why you got into music, the world's your oyster. Are you nervous? been nervous in my life. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> You've got one minute. Let's have it. Starting off strong with the hand movements. The shaking. Oh, we've got a line. We're going over the line. Wasn't thick enough. Oh, it's a sphere. I'm not sure if that's what a sphere looks like. It's got legs. It's a table. It's not a table. It's a crown. It's Jedward. No, you're right, it's a crown. A crown? It's a crown? Yeah. Is this like an album cover? Yes, actually, to be fair, it was on the album cover. (gasps) That's actually not helped me at all. (laughs) Queen, the band. Stormzy. No. I have absolutely no clue who and why. It's J. Cole, Born Sinner, album cover, a beautiful crown and halo. You're a queen too. And that's obviously, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I didn't want to say it. But if the crown fits, if you will. I'm actually pretty impressed with this. So we're going to get back to our peddies and I've got a little surprise for you. Woo! You should be scared. Get back on up. We now return to your regular viewing. Was there one big moment where you were sort of like, I didn't even realise that? I think it was like the whole like music lawyer. I don't even know what that is. Just like an, a lawyer. For music. Yeah. But what <laughs> are they suing? What were they, what? What are they suing? So it's just like negotiating all your contracts and everything. And right. It's another person. It's like building your team of someone that believes in you. Mm-hmm. Because it's, again, it's just like, I'm just a little girl. Not a little girl, because I was like 25, 24. <laughs> but I'm a young woman who wants to be a rapper and you've heard this music. Yeah. And so you can be like, hmm, I feel like this is going to go somewhere. So I'm going to invest. It's an extra bit yeah. of protection as well for you, I guess. Yeah. There's no money here. And I don't know when you're going to make money, but I believe in you. That's even inspiring as an artist as well. Just yeah. like, okay, I do have something. Right. You have done your masterpiece 
on my feet. But now it's time to get my own back on you. I've prepped the girls and they're going to go for it. But Okay, prepare yourself. <laughs> While you're getting that done, I want to know what the best thing about being a musician is. I think the freedom that it's afforded. In what way? Oh, with my time. Yeah. I think it's, I'm able to fortunately be more flexible with time. And I feel like you can, you're just more creative. It's mm. not a nine to five. Yes. You can system. just go for it. Are there any perks that like, if people recognise you as well? Yeah, especially at festivals. I love that. Have you ever got anything free? Yeah, free drinks. No one's giving me free drinks, but we'll discuss that after. <laughs> this summer. Weird. Yeah. What is it like playing in front of a big crowd? Usually before you go on stage, you're nervous that no one's going to be there. Mm -hmm. And so it's always nice when like five minutes before you've gone on, you can see there's swarms of people. Do you have any pre-show rituals? Always got to say a prayer and back a little shot, of course, yeah. Oh, that has to be yeah, done. it's got to be done. 100%, yeah. otherwise I wouldn't go out. Yeah, do you know what I mean? But I'm performing <laughs> on stage. Was there ever a pinch me moment for you, like if the crowd was singing one of your songs back to you, or even the size of the crowd that came to see you? Yeah, it was 2021 at All Point Cease. It was the first festival I'd ever been to and the first festival I'd ever done. Oh, you got all of that out yeah. the way. Yeah, and then I remember just like the crowd. It, everyone was like, even everyone on my team was like, yo, that was crazy. Like it was just mad. How did you know that you could rap well? Wow, I don't know. Oh, like to heart. It is. I think sure. my first name and my surname rhyme. Good start. I also started off like songwriting as well as right. a child because I had a keyboard. Back in the day, like on Channel U, there'd be like clips of people rapping and yeah. there'd be this one kid that would be like, yeah, I'm not sick. And I was like, <laughs> oh my God, I want to be that kid. <laughs> I want to be the little kid. Your toes look like the rainbow. Skills. We've got green, yellow, blue, purple. purple. Is that something you'd better. naturally go for? No. Okay. Not at all. All right. Not but at all. But you're taking me out of my comfort zone and I truly appreciate it. And I think that's what is important here. Talking of getting out of your comfort zone, do you think it's important to do that as a creator? A thousand percent. I think all your growth is outside of your comfort zone. What's a moment or a song that you've done that was a bit out of your comfort zone? I think doing music was outside my comfort zone. It was. Yeah, like actually putting music out is outside because you have to do it. I always thought someone was going like, to knock on my door and be like, hey, you, you rap. <laughs> yeah. And no one you ever came. You yeah, to push yourself Yeah, so I had to put music out and so, and it was uncomfortable. Because you never know the reception that it's going to have as well. Yeah, like imagine if no one says anything and then you're just like, ooh, yeah, <laughs> going to delete go that. To that yeah. nine to five, yeah, and pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> Me with my singing videos in year seven. Anyway, I can relate slightly. With my videos, I remember being really scared to post online in case people from my school saw it. Is it? And we're like, what a weirdo, <laughs> like what a loser. But then I think if I thought that, wouldn't we it. wouldn't be having a pedicure mm -hmm. together to this day. And you're super funny. Oh, stop it. Thank you. <laughs> so far, top three wow moments for you. Uh, most recently, I did a campaign with Jordan. Another one, just doing a bag of festivals. So like, I did like 23 festivals last year. That run of like shows just felt sick. That is so many. 23? Yeah. And what's your last one? My last one. Doing this. I agree. It's the best peddy in all time. Do you open or close with your best song? Always close. Because they've got to stay yeah, for the Yeah, for the thing. end, yeah. Yeah. What is your favourite song to perform? Right now, it's probably Same Old. That's what I have called Same Old, yeah. I like to um, interact with the crowd. Mm -hmm. So I can see them getting competitive when I like urge them on. So I love doing that. <laughs> They're like me. What are some realities when it comes to being a musician? Like you have to go make music now for a living. <laughs> <laughs> Does it change your approach to music or maybe even your worth ethic when it comes to making music? Do you feel more motivated? Do you feel less motivated? It's this weird circle of, oh, wait for inspiration, be inspired, release the music. And then you're just like, now what? 
I need to go back, but you don't you need to give yourself that space to like be inspired by. Life. Do you think that circle will ever end? No, because you have to keep releasing music. Because I'm just yeah, it's like, true. it's this just interesting. So I think it's just learning how to maybe just make that circle a square and make it change shape. What are three bits of practical advice for someone that wants to be a musician? Try and get your music to the best standard that you can afford to. Like Tyler Curry has been saying this a lot as well. Like push your music as much as like, yeah. you're your best advertisement. Just keep pushing your music and. I'd say just be free and have fun creating your art because not everyone can do that. Yeah. So the fact that you can do that, be gassed with that. Obviously, you've seen that I'm really talented. Mm-hmm. How can you get me on a feature if I was to dip my toes? Can we get you in a session? Yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in there. I think you do an amazing interlude, to be fair. If I could sing every karaoke bar, I'd be there. And I'd pretend, oh, I can't go for it and surprise <laughs> everyone. What is your go-to karaoke Wait, what's song? Yours? Mine is uh, Never Say Never, Justin Bieber. How's it going? I don't want to show you up. This is a safe space. The thing is, I don't want record labels <laughs> hounding me. So I have to leave that to you. What's your favourite karaoke song? Probably Little Kim Crush. Nice. Just, yeah, it's just like proper rappy. You know, when you were younger, did you ever like, you know, in the mirror, when you're pretending that you're on stage and you're Britney Spears mm-hmm. and you're like sexy, did you ever do that? A thousand percent. But I was pretending I was a guy and a rapper and busting low. And that's where maybe I went wrong. <laughs> and telling. my mum once walked in on me, sexy dancing in the mirror. And I didn't see for 10 seconds and my mum was just there looking at me like, Disgusted. that's weird. And then we never spoke about it again. Right, our peddies are finished. It's time for the big reveal. So I've got a nice little pink in there for the queen I am. What have you got going on on yours? Got the taste the rainbows, I like to call them. <laughs> you got some skittles on yeah. your face. What is the pattern on there? Streams of consciousness. Yes, it is. And that's exactly <laughs> what I was going for when I wrote that pattern down. Do you like it? I love it. I stand it. What would you usually go for if you're getting your toes done? White. We pushed the boat out today. We did. Thank you, Any, for joining me. It's been beautiful. Sensational. Our toes are beautiful. I hope you enjoyed for those watching or listening at home and you've learned a lot of tips and you're ready to get a foot in the door. Head over to Get It Right's YouTube channel where you can watch the full thing. Head over to the socials where you can see BTS, get some more tips and some insider advice on how to get into the industry. Thank you for joining us for another episode of A Foot in the Door. I've been GK Barry. You've been Any. And we're off. See ya.